Talk with the sisters. I'm Karen. And I'm Regina. And we are here to talk TV. And we made it through season two. Yes, we did. And today we're going to talk about something I love. Regina's kind of on the fence on, but remakes. That's when they take something that was and they try to remake it into something new. And we're going to focus on two shows or two two ideas that some folks have done some really interesting things with. Yeah, we're, we're looking at shows that probably were new when we were growing up that they kind of they took and they kind of brought them into the 2000s. And so, you know, and I still like some of them, but it's just kind of weird to see a show you grew up with now on kind of different. Yeah, yeah. And so one of the first shows that I'm sure a lot of you have been watching, uh, but we remember when it very first came out in the 1980s, and it was called The Equalizer. Yes, The Equalizer. Back in the 80s when, you know, we were all 80-ish. Yes, yes. And that started Edward Woodward. That was from 1985 to 1989. He had four seasons, and it was 88 episodes. Now, the thing about this show was Edward was this older white man walking around in a suit, like, helping people solve their problems, which is so 80s. I mean, it was just so 80s of him. But it was an interesting show. It was a really good show. If people couldn't go to the police, they would go to this... This guy, yeah. Yeah, this old older white man mm-hmm. who walked around in a suit who, I guess he was special forces or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, he was, like, he had come from the UK and he was special forces for the UK and he would go around and he would solve people's problems. He was kind of like a like a common James Bond. Yeah. Yeah, except he worked for the people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it was just, it was interesting to see because he had a few little moves, you know. But for the most part, he had connections and he was able to help people in distress. Yes, yes. And in 2014, they remade this show. And what they did, and I mean, I ain't mad at them because it was good. But they remade this show with Denzel Washington. And what they did is they made it into a movie. Yeah. And Denzel was in this, you know, two-hour and 12-minute action-packed crime thriller. And they had taken this one guy, you know, who used to be some white special forces person from the UK. And they turned him into an African-American man from the U.S. and just retold that story. I love what they did with the story when they retold it. Yeah, I mean, when I first heard The Equalizer was coming out, it was hard to picture Denzel. This Denzel. Yeah. Denzel who, you know, 60. Yeah. 
which that guy, he was older, but, you know, we don't see Denzel that way. Right, right. So to see Denzel as the equalizer, it was kind of like, okay, how this going to work? But it was like he's the equalizer in the hood, you know? Yes, yes. Like he the hood equalizer. And, you know, Denzel had some moves. Yes, he did. It was good. It was I, good. I was very surprised by the action. Very surprised. But it was really, really good. So I really liked that remake. I didn't yeah. think I was going to like it as much as I did. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, it was so good, they made another movie. That's it. Three times the charm. Yep. You know what? I mean, Denzel came back again and it was really, really good. And of course, they've decided to bring this story back one more again. One more again. And in the Denzel one, which they started the trend, they started telling us more about the backstory of the character. They did. They did. And you see him more human because they talked about, oh, he had a wife and he did this and that. And so I thought that was really interesting. But now the new one. Yeah, I really like this new one. I like this new one. Because they they've done some they've taken some of our favorite characters that we've grown up with and they said, What if this was a woman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if it was a woman of color? Yep. 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 And what if she had a family? Yep. Yeah. So that has been really, really interesting. And what we're talking about now is this new equalizer that has rolled in here and of course is starring Queen Latifah. Yes, yes. Dana Owens to all you other people out there that don't know about the Queen. That's right. And this series, I mean, it just started out, but I'm hooked. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's tell this story. Let's yeah. tell this. I love it. I love it too because like you said, they took the idea and they said, Okay, the equalizer can be a woman. Yes. The equalizer can be a mother. Yes. You know? With the same problems that other people have yes. with a teenager. Yes. Yes. And so that is one thing I can say about remakes is sometimes when they do stuff, it's just horrible and it's like just delete your account. Just don't ever talk about that. <laughs> but these remakes have been really good because they've kind of been true to the theme or the idea of the character. Yes. And they've just made the character more interesting. I they think. have. They have. Because they've just given her some whole depth in this in, in this story. I mean, with the original Robert McCall, you saw him in the midst of helping folks. Yeah. I mean, he was always doing that. And so, boom, there we go. <laughs> but in this one, we catch her at the very beginning where she sees it like, hey, I think this is something I ought to do. This this is a way that I can, you know, stay at home and take care of my kid and help people too. And so we kind of see her sort of like an origin story of like how this began. Yeah, yeah. And, and you kind of saw a little bit of that with Denzel, kind of why he kind of started that uh, helping people just a little bit. But I yeah. love it with... With Queen. It's just so weird because you grow up and most people know Queen Latifah as a rapper and as Khadijah James from Living Single, right? Yeah. And so now she's like kicking people's butt. I know, right? And she talks. Yeah, I'm like, and and her is still laid. Okay, can we talk about Baby the hard. equalizer? Girl. With her edges snatched and her curls and 
running around looking like she got a prison curl, kicking people butt. What? And I'm talking about her hair is laid every time. I mean, like, wow, look at that hair. I love it. I absolutely love it. It is, I think it's just so good for kids to see superheroes uh, that look like them, that may come from the same backgrounds as them, maybe single parents or widows or, you know. I mean, we loved Robert McCall in uh, the 80s, but you couldn't really relate to him because he's you know, white man in a suit from, you know, across now, the pond. But one of the things that they did do in that show, which was probably what drew us to us, is he helped a lot of people of color. Yes, he did. He did. He did. No no shade, Mr. McCall. No shade. But it's just like, oh yeah, this is this is really cool. So it just goes to the depth of the story of the equalizer. That yeah. you can insert different people, different situations, as long as you're true to the theme of it, it's a good story. It is, and it's a good story, and the way they are telling the story is interesting. Yeah, I and engaging. I like it. It is. You want to see it. You yes, know, yes. you, you want to see it. And don't we all want that, you know, neighborhood hero who helps us when the police came or your family came, when you're up against bullies and you have that one person that come in and they help you. And I think it's great that the help you're getting is from somebody that looks like you and thinks right. like, you know. And it's not from the... It's not just from one source. Yeah. The cool thing about this Equalizer story is that the people who've taken it on have told it from different points of view. Yeah. The, the person whose savior is not always the same person. Yeah. Yeah. And in this story, um, Queen also has, uh, in one of her, her helpers, like a... Uh, uh, Asian lady. Yes, yes. Who yes. is just boss. Yes. She, yes. She's just boss. So it's like a whole multicultural. This is like the whole, I don't know, Marvel, DC comic, but these are real life these real life people. people. And the diversity of the, I mean, these two women are out here like kicking people's butt. I know, right? And helping people. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. So yes. 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 thumbs up all the way on all the equalizers. If you have a chance, you can start with Robert McCall yep. in uh, the 80s and then work your way down. You will not be disappointed. Even Denzel's movies are going to be pretty good. Oh, I mean, they're he, good. He did a really good job with the equalizer. He does draw you into that story. The other show we want to talk about is Hawaii Five-0. I still remember that whole 1970s you know, Jack Lord, Bookum Dano, the whole thing about Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? And I remember this show. It was actually on from 1968 to 1980. I was thinking, wow, that show was on a mighty long time. That's that's really long for TV. Yep. With Jack Lord as uh uh what is he? Inspector McGarrett. What was he? McGarrett. Yeah. And um uh, James MacArthur played Dano, Danny Williams, and uh, Cam Fong was uh, Chin Ho. And so it was a really, I love this show. And I remember even my, my, my dad used to watch this show because they thought this was, this was a good, tough show. And so I remember, you know, spending time watching this show. And I, 
loved it in reruns, just watching McGarrett go through and police the islands like the islands really needed policing. <laughs> and just telling this story. Mm-hmm. And so when they read it, when they were talking about remaking this show, I was like, I don't know how they're gonna do this. I really wasn't I wasn't I wasn't gonna be a believer in this one. But when they really when they first started and I was watching the show, I was like, Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I I wasn't a big Hawaii Five O fan back growing up. I remember seeing it on TV because Daddy watched it a lot. And then, you know, I would see the reruns later. And I always thought, this is such a cook. I thought it was just a kooky show. Because I thought, first of all, there's crime in Hawaii? I mean, really? <laughs> you know, I don't know. It just seemed really, really weird to me, the show. And the whole bookum Dano. I thought, oh, okay, yeah, this is this is pink corny. But when the remake came out. Yeah. I started watching the remake. Uh-huh. And I'm not gonna lie, I got hooked. See, see. I got hooked. Of course, the remake addressed some of the issues I maybe had with the first one because I thought, why these why are these white people in Hawaii trying to run everything? Run everything. I'm trying to, you know, I'm like, wait a minute. So in the remake, they address kind of why he's there and you know what I loved about the remake? Yes. The governor, Jean Smart. Yes, the governor is a female. Yes. Governor is a female and but it just addressed more of the cultural aspects. Some of them yes. I think yes. in the remake. And then of course they had the whole big explosion with the, the Asian characters on yes. the show saying, Yeah, my paying us and we leave and and I think at that point when I kind of lost interest, because I was like, you know, proud to the people, you need to pay Daniel Day Kim because he's good on here. But I understood more about what was going on when I watched the, the remake. And yeah. I mean, I kind of I kind of liked it, but it's still and I don't know. It's still like, why are all the law enforcement people white and all the and all the people they arresting are a little brown so i was you know just a little bit i mean and i love alex so olaf and he looks sexy to me you know yes yeah you know and scott connie you know they cute and everything but i thought y'all need some more brown in this police force y'all not just your informants or the people who, you know, work in the lab. I need to see some, you know, Hawaiians over here with some badges and guns. But that's just me personally. But the storylines, I thought were good. And watching it made me want to visit Hawaii because they also showed the beauty of the island. They did. That was one of the things they've done quite well is showing the beauty of the island and diving off into the history. The cool thing that I found that I found about Hawaii Five O first of all was that one of the characters they made a woman. Yes. And so I really loved, you know, I was like, yes, this works for me. Yeah. She yeah. was good. And uh, the other thing I loved about this show is that all the show titles were in Hawaiian. And so you they would have to translate from Hawaiian to find out what the show was 
always about. Mm -hmm. And I love that they they put that language in there and they put these other things. I mean, you know, they lost some other stuff, like you say, with the characters and everything. But they at least gave me a glimpse into it. Even though, like you say, the main characters were white. Yeah, on the, on the remake. But, you know, they had Kono, the, the female cop. Yes. But I just thought, okay, I need to see some more diversity. But, again, you know, there were some positives to it. Oh, yeah. The storylines were good. And the island was beautiful. Yes. I don't quite remember if the original showcased the beauty of Hawaii as much. It did, but not as well. Okay. It did, because, I mean, you know, now we got, you know, the drones that can fly over the yes. islands and yes. see all this, you know, and see all that stuff. And the, just the quality of the beauty is just amazing. Yeah, I, I just thought it was good. I think, you know, the original did show the coolness of the island and, yeah. and it made me want to go just from those. You yeah. Know, Inspector McGarrett. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that I, that's a remake. You know, it's 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 okay. It's okay yeah. if yeah. I'm if I'm home and it come on, I watch it. You know, no shade. I will. I watch it. I just wanted to see a little more diversity, seeing its own. You know, Hawaii and Island. Uh, but I, I would I would watch it. And you know, I mean, when you think about some remakes that you know or. Maybe a little trash. This one isn't bad. No, it's not. Because the thing is, when they remade it, they brought in some people. Yeah. Because, I mean, in addition to, you know, Kono and Chin Ho, mm -hmm. I mean, you had, um, you know, the um, the guys who sell the shrimp. You know, you yes. had all of them. And, you know, there just there's always a host of other folks that, who were there. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, they brought in some brown people. Yeah. They just didn't pay them well. Yeah. The lab, <laughs> the guy in the lab. Yeah. Yep. And the girl. Yeah. So yes. it was it was okay. It you know. Like I say, as remakes go, yep. I'm not gonna rate it up there with the equalizer, but it's not bad. I mean, because right. I've seen some you know, not good remakes, but this one was this one was okay. I mean, um Yeah, they had ten seasons, two hundred and forty episodes before they finally just, you know, called it quit. And then and it was really funny, especially even though going through all of those actors and bringing more folks on, they had 10 years, yeah. 10 years of telling stories and, you know, just bringing it to us. And they did some really interesting things. Like I said, they had Jean Smart. She was a governor. Yeah. And that was a very interesting storyline. I'm yeah. not going to ruin it for you in case you decide, you know, you might want to go and jump off in it because they have some really interesting storylines. They did a lot with McGarrett's family and that's one of the they things did. that people do when they start bringing these stories back is they take these deep dives into these people's families and you just mm -hmm. be like ooh yeah and I think that's different I think now people want to know the backstory the characters they want to know how you became this and how do you relate within your family which when we were growing up I ain't care I, I ain't care what, what McGarrett ate for breakfast and who is high school for I didn't care I didn't. I didn't want to know nothing about Robert McCall and what he he have a girlfriend. That I don't care. Right. Just who you beating up this week right. and saving. Right now, people want to know more about who the character really is. Right, right. And they all start off. Have you noticed with this thing? 
Like in McGarrett, one of the things that he starts off with that just totally gets you is um, when they kill his father. Yes. And he kind of stays on this mission the whole 10 years. You just yeah. be like... And that's wow. not a spoiler alert, y'all. No, that happens not. in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that kind of tells you kind of why he takes over the job. Yeah. And so you kind of like, okay. Yeah. Well, all right, I get it. I get it, sir. I get it. Yeah, it pushes him forward. Yeah. The whole time. So that's, you know, and that's a plus. And like I said, there's some, like... Uh, Magnum P.I. I haven't yes. seen the remake of Magnum P.I. I love Jay. Jay is so good. It's Magnum. I mean, they really kind of turned the whole Magnum, because you know, I was a big Magnum fan. Yeah. Baby, that Tom Selleck. Yes, ma'am. Woo woo. Yes, ma'am. I was a big Magnum fan. Hallelujah. And so, you know, when they brought Jay in, I was like, but you know, they put him in that naval uniform. I'm a believer. <laughs> I am a believer. Now, wait a minute. Was Magnum in the Navy? Yes, he was. Listen, let me tell you what I remember about Magnum P.I. That Tom Selleck was sexy and that he drove a nice car. That wasn't he is. And he had that, that, that black man as his friend. T.C. And and that, that old white English man. Yep, yep, yep. And that, you know what? In the new one, they've made him a woman. Okay. And then there's this tension between them. Oh, Lord. Magnum ain't falling for that woman, is he? Well, they both are falling for each other, but they're trying to... But they also kind of like... Rub, but she also has that whole thing of where she thinks um, Magnum is a waste of a human being at times because he doesn't work for a living and that type of thing. But the good thing is they've told us a lot more story around uh, the person who owned the estate, the Robin Masters, mm -hmm. and how he's this great novelist and he wrote he writes a character. Mm -hmm. And the main character that he writes about is based on Magnum. Okay. And so that's why Magnum gets to live on the estate. And see, that's never told. Yes. In the beginning, you just know, here's the sexy Tom Selleck, who's a private investigator, who's in out Hawaii. there. Yeah, he out here in Hawaii helping people, and he got a black friend, and the little white guy from across the pond who helped him do all these things. But I haven't seen it. It's not to say I won't watch it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just haven't seen it. Because, you know, like I said, Magnum for me was all about sexy time. Yeah, yeah. Jay is sexy. Well, he we is. We gonna see. Jay is sexy. Okay. Jay is sexy. I'm you on first name basis with him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. let you. And he still, you know, he still has the black friend and the white friend. Okay, all right. I'm gonna, he's still driving them cars. Yeah, like. He still got the Lamborghini. Magnum in them cars. I was like, woo. Time, child. Yep, yep. He still got the yeah. cars. So, well, that's good. So, I, I would probably give that one uh, some time. I did. What is good, and it's been fun watching on the Magnum P.I., is they bring back some of the original cast. Oh, I like love it. Roger Mosley has come back. Oh, as a I character. love that. He's not his original character, of course, but he's come back as a character who's friends with them. They brought back Larry Minetti, who played uh, Rick. He came back as See, a character. It's like been cool. I'm waiting on the day they bring Tom back. I oh. know one day they're going to do it. Well, I know they know. ain't going to let me down. Tom is busy in New York running the Reagan family on Blue Bloods. He don't have time to be going to know why fooling around in the sand with people. He got a family empire to run. Whatever. I'm just putting that out there. He just got to go back to where he began. I just, But I do love it when they bring back 
the original characters. Yes. Because you're like, I know. Well, some of you young people may not, but old people be like, that's such and such. That's such and such. They gave such and such a job. Yes. Yeah, I do like that. I do like that. And Roger B, it was the black yeah, guy. Yeah, Roger. He, Roger. Yeah. Yeah, he was his sidekick back in the day. Yep. So that's cool. That's cool. So see, some, some, are, some are okay. So I'll give Magnum a, a shot. Now, one I did not like is Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> and it just, I'm just going to put this out there, y'all, because I was a Walker, Texas Ranger fanatic. Okay? Fanatic. I love me some Walker. He out there kicking up his heels and knocking people out, karate chopping people. Him and um, his little partner. Yes. I, he going to forever be Conrad to me because the guy was on Matlock, but oh. I, don't, I don't remember his real name on on um, Walker, Texas Ranger. Trevette. He was Trevette on Walker. Yes. They was out there kicking the karate chopping people and you just thought, ain't nobody going to be Walker. Nobody. Nobody. And now they got this guy here being walking. And I'm going I'm, I'm to watch another episode. She might I'm going to give him another chance. But I can tell you right now, my thumb is leaning down, <laughs> down on Walker, Texas Ranger. Because number one, I'm like, he's too skinny. He's too skinny to be walking. He needs to eat some more and bulk up, number one. Number two... Walker ain't had no wife and no kids and people he neglecting. You can't be Walker, Texas Ranger, neglecting your family. Wait, he can't. That's blaspheming. I say, oh, y'all don't understand the concept of Walker. Walker was above everybody. There's Walker and then there's us. <laughs> and they done made Walker common. I don't want that. Walker's, Walker got to roll down here no, with the rest of us. I don't want my Walker, Texas Ranger common. Well, you know, the hard part for me is finding the show. I keep, <laughs> I don't know when they show it. <laughs> I can't find it. Yeah. You know, I have to go and search for yeah. it on the internet. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it again and, you know, give yeah. it a time or two to see because the cast is pretty diverse. Yeah. I mean, they got Latinos, they got African-Americans. They, br they bring a whole bunch of stuff to this show. Like, what? I think his partner is a woman now. Yes. Right? It's a... Um a Hispanic woman is his partner. Mm -hmm. His boss is a black man. Yep. Um, Co Co Kobe Bell. Kobe Bell from the game. Yeah. He. So, you know, another thing I loved about Walker, it was filmed in Texas. So it's like, oh, I know where that is. Oh, that's the courthouse. Oh, that's It's the... in Texas. It's just down in Austin. It's I just know. Ain't up here no more. And I like that. I like seeing some things that I know of. But again... They done made Walker common. It's just some characters, when you remake them, they can't be common. And I know we sound like we're contradicting ourselves because we said we love the equalizer and everybody because you could relate to them. Now, I mean relate to them like they look like you. I don't mean that I can go out there and roundhouse kick nobody. <laughs> I don't mean that kind of relate to stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this Walker, I don't know. Walker was just above everything. And, and they kind of make it all in. down here in the Merc. I mean, he all skinny looking and crying because his wife died and his kid running away. And I'm like, man, you don't need to get this together. You're too old school. You won't be like, tough up, man. Tough I'm up. Like, you Walker Texas Ranger. You <laughs> suck up them tears. Get out here and kick somebody in the face. Lord. So, again, I know I'm not being consistent in my argument, but so what? Judge your mama. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But yes. So when it comes to remakes, yes. So Walker is a no for her. I'm still on the fence because I do need to see another couple of episodes once I find it. Yeah. So the Equalizer, all episodes are yes for me. Oh, yeah. Hawaii Five-0. I'm, I'm going to give it another chance. I'm not saying no because I love the scenery and the storylines. The Walker... Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to watch it some more. Y'all watch it and you can kind of form your own opinion. I'm going to give Magnum a chance. Give Magnum a chance. And like I say, I am hoping Tom Selleck will come back for something. <sighs> that would be so cool to have Tom on the show. As long as he's not a villain. He can't come back and be robbing and killing nobody. <laughs> that's, that's not the Reagan way. That's not the Reagan way. <laughs> oh, Lord. And speaking of the Reagan way, one of the things that we are going to do in our third season is we're going to just go all murder and mayhem. Because y'all, if y'all can't tell, we love some murder and mayhem. Yes, we do. We spend most of our time watching murder and mayhem. Yes. And so for season three, it's going to be all murder and mayhem shows, y'all. It's going to be interesting. We want y'all to come on back and check out season three when it gets ready. You're going to love it. We're going to talk murder. We're going to talk shows. It's going to be on like Donkey Kong. It's going to be great. So y'all need to come back for the third season. Until then, you guys can catch us on Twitter at TV Sisters. And then are we on Instagram? No, we're not on Instagram yet. Okay, so don't look for us on Instagram. Yeah, we probably won't be on Instagram. Yeah, we're not on the gram, but we on Twitter and on all platforms that you can put podcasts on. Yep, yep, yep. And so, y'all, check us out. Share us. Tweet us and tell us what you think about some of the stuff because we do want to hear your opinions. We might not like value, but we want to hear your yeah. opinions. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to listen to you. Yeah, and I'm you might be right. You. Yeah, you might be. And then again, you might be crazy. Yeah, but that's okay, too. That's true. Well, thank y'all for listening to TV Talk with the Sisters, and we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. TV Talk with the Sisters. Sisters. TV talk with the sisters.